1955. America is halfway through the century and things are changing fast. Smiling young families are buying homes for the first time. The ever-sprawling suburbs become the playgrounds for their sparkling Studebakers and Fairlanes. A new artist out of Memphis has come on the scene. It will be years before he's called the king, but to the horror of grandparents everywhere, he's all the rage. <laughs> and tonight, at the East Oklahoma Roller Rink, his music is pouring out of the speakers. It's the fourth time in just two hours the Giddy Teens have heard his latest song, Mystery Train, but they can't get enough. The fog of the Cold War will roll in soon, ushering a time of division, mistrust, and existential fear. But to Jack Bilson, none of that matters. He's a junior, it's Christmas break, and the DJ is playing Mystery Train once again. Jack is feeling good. His dark, slick-back hair matches well with his leather jacket. He worked all summer at Mr. Davis's store to afford one. Man, it was worth it, he thinks to himself, smiling. As he tightens up his roller skates, Bertha Collins rolls up to the edge of the rink, smiling. She spent two hours on her blonde hair tonight, and she's wearing a brand new poodle skirt. Jack had finally asked her out on the last day of the semester. She had been going steady with Charlie Edwards, the star running back on the football team. But Charlie was a troublemaker and had been butting heads with the coach. One day, he didn't show up for school. The rumor was he had finally pushed too hard and got himself kicked out. Guys, what are we doing with our time? Why do we do this podcast? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just thinking like, we're going to work our way through every member of this town. No, 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 no. It's only, it's only eight Donaldson more pages. had fought it's, in World War II. <laughs> it's only eight more pages. Okay. <clears throat> One day he didn't show up for school. The rumor was he had finally pushed too hard and got himself kicked out. No one had seen him since. Jack shook those thoughts out of his mind as he stood up, smoothing his hair back. The pair shuffled to the floor as the DJ announced the couple's skate was next. Jack stumbled awkwardly on the skates and Bertha caught his hand to steady him. They both blushed, and Jack was so enraptured by her smile, he didn't notice the 300-pound bighorn sheep wearing a letterman jacket thundering <laughs> toward him. What? The sheep's massive hordes caught Jack head on, sending him flying off his skates into the floor. Bertha shrieked, turning teary-eyed to the sheep. You've got a lot of nerve showing up here, Charlie Edwards. What? <laughs> the music stops as the other skaters have cleared the floor. Jack rubbed his temples and looked around. As he came to, he noticed Charlie chewing at the edge of his own jacket. <laughs> Next, he heard the chuckling sounds. Four football players gathering around him. One cheers at him. How's that feel, grease boy? Jack staggers to his feet, looking across at them weakly, and hears a motorcycle rev outside. Charlie got out of juvie, and coach says he's back on the team if he proves his toughness. So guess what he's here to do? Tell him, Charlie. Me. The players laugh. <laughs> Yeah, good one, Charlie. Now let's see how you tough you are without your greaser friends. 
but the confrontation is stopped when the front door swings open, revealing UFC and WWE World Heavyweight Champion Brock Lesnar. He wears black leather UFC trunks and no shirt. There is a comb protruding from his pocket, even though he has a buzz cut. No one dares to mention it. He's wearing a pair of size 15 roller skates and glides to the center of the room. In his left hand, a baseball bat. In his right hand, a chocolate malt. He takes a slow slurp on the ice cream before tossing the glass aside. Oh yeah, he mutters, eyes locked with the sheep. I'm on a roll. <laughs> okay. Hey, all you oh, cool rocket jaybirds and funky daddies! It's the Brockagon. <laughs> say that again. Nope. Be very careful about how you say funky daddies. <laughs> I'll tell you this: I'm never saying funky daddies on tape again. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. I'm Sean. That's Cam. That's Aaron. Boys, how you feeling? Uh, silly. Jiving. <laughs> jiving. <laughs> We're jiving. Well, welcome back to the Broctagon. And if this is your first time inside, let me explain how it works. Every week, us, the panel of experts, breaks down a hypothetical fight for UFC and WWE fighting champion Brock Lesnar. We don't pick the questions you do, so send them in to us so we can answer them. Uh, let's get right into this one, guys. A lot to discuss. <clears throat> Dear Broctagon team, I was looking at old photos of my grandparents. They were high school sweethearts in the 50s, and their first date was at a roller rink. That just made me wonder, how many times out of 10 does Brock win against a full-size bighorn sheep in a roller skating rink? Brock is wearing skates and gets a bat as a weapon. Thank you all for your contributions to society. Sincerely, Kenley in the Deep South. Kenley, thank you very much for your question. What kind of sheep is it? Uh, it's a it's a bighorn sheep. So Those these things weigh about three hundred pounds. Yeah, they're monsters. Thirty miles an hour, top speed. Wait, wow. how fast? Thirty miles an hour says the internet. Thirty? Oh my goodness! Yeah. What about on roller skates? <laughs> they can, Forty-five. They can, <laughs> they can break Mach one. <laughs> he goes up to the counter. They're like, "What size blades?" He's like, "Up, about eight cloven." <laughs> yeah these are the guys that like to lock heads with each other yeah dude and they like they fight on mountains and stuff and try to knock each other off jeez oh, that's blunt force trauma again and again just <laughs> smacking heads all day I'll say that baseball bat that Brock has I don't think it will be as effective if he's trying to hit it in the head right no no, yeah, that thing's no. not taking a bat to the head. That head's made of rubber. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these these things are huge. That's what they do all day. It's just bang their heads against each other. I'm trying to figure out what happens if 50s Brock kicks a vending machine like Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> it just starts playing his theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not a jukebox. Like, you know, oh, remember Fonzie would kick a vending machine and a soda would come out? I think if Brock Les I think if 50s Brock Lesnar kicked a vending machine, the vending machine would fly away only leaving the drink that he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Brock Lesnar kicks a vending machine, he just gets his foot stuck in a vending machine. It's not cool <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> Brock Lesnar kicks a jukebox and a 
soda comes out anyway. Like it's just too afraid of him. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell him he's wrong. It, it knew what he wanted. He's out there just <laughs> kicking a mailbox. I want a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you in the 50s, Brock Lesnar just goes up to like, anything or anyone and it says what he wants and he gets it immediately. <laughs> I want a Coupe de Ville. Here you go. <laughs> I want a color television. Those don't exist yet. <laughs> then you better get busy. <laughs> Mr. Television. <laughs> He's just punching a refrigerator saying, why isn't this playing the twist? <laughs> he goes to the hardware store. He's like, one chocolate malt, please. You're like, uh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> right away, sir. Denny, I need you to run across the street to Mr. Miller's diner and get him a chocolate malt right now. <laughs> so, so they're in an old-fashioned roller rink, right? Yes. He has he has to take out this this ram. Can he does he have to kill it? We'll say I mean severely incapacitate or kill. Like okay. we'll say the ram is not a normal ram and its only focus is killing Brock Lesnar, but if he can like concuss it to the point where it can't fight him, then he wins. Brock is, is on roller skates, the ram is not knockout. on skates. But is the ram wearing a a letterman jacket? Yeah, the ram is wearing a letterman jacket. I think that works to Brock's favor. Yeah, well, grab it by the jacket. It has it has four holes for all four of the Rams' legs. Oh. Well, I mean, no, he it. can still grab the jacket, though. Like, it's not like it's going to trip him up. And I'm sorry for not paying attention. Are they both wearing blades or, or uh, skates? Only Brock is wearing skates. Okay. Could they both be wearing skates? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, that's I don't great. think a Ram could move at all with roller skates. Actually, now that I think about it, I think I could kill any animal if it was wearing roller skates. Oh, yeah? Yes, in a roller rink. I'm serious. I think I could kill a lion if it had roller skates on. <laughs> it wouldn't know what to do. It wouldn't be able to go anywhere. <laughs> it would just be pawing and scratching endlessly and not going anywhere. And then I would simply beat it to death with the bat. <laughs> he has you pinned. He's like going for your neck. And then the hustle comes on. And he's like, hey, yeah. give me one minute. <laughs> I'll be right back. Dancing Queen by ABBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is my song. <laughs> oh, it's time for the couple skate. And the lion's like, all right, Sean, we can do this one of two ways. <laughs> <laughs> I know we both felt some tension in this moment. We might as well accept it. <laughs> now, Maybe what aren't can you feel the love tonight? I <laughs> <laughs> only like songs from The Lion King. <laughs> yeah. Kula Matata comes on and we both just end up getting drunk and being friends. <laughs> the Eye of the Tiger comes on and he's like, oh, is this a friggin' joke to you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we all look alike. All big cats look alike. Oh, that's great. That's very progressive of you. Can't tell us apart. You know, Sean, I was going to kill you, but I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm not going to be here anymore. If you're not going to take this seriously, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Talking Lion with roller skates. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I don't know if I li like Brock's chances if he's on skates. I feel like they're more of a... He's allowed to take them off, right? Lie no. Is he? No, he has to keep the skates on the whole fight. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I think that's a point against him. So I think there's some nuance to this. I think... I think on offense, it's very... 
detrimental to him because his uh-huh. UFC background, he's used to kind of like working around angles and stuff. Oh, yeah. As far as defense those goes, though, I think, I'm serious, if he can get like skating in a circle, the Ram is not going to know what to do with that. Like, obviously, the Ram is faster, but there's nothing in nature that moves that way. Like, that smoothly that can kind of turn back and forth. I don't think it's going to know what to do. I I think the Ram could figure it out. Like, I, I don't think it makes him invincible. I just think it's a way harder target for that Ram. Like, he's never dealt with anything like this. And on offense, if somehow Brock gets a full head of steam on those skates and is swinging that bat full speed, he's got a chance. I think if he can take out, this is rather morbid, they, uh, stuff your ears if you're an animal lover, but I think if he... Uh, Wait a minute, if you're an animal lover, why yeah, did you ever you listen to one here episode of yeah, this yeah, yeah. You should not be listening to this, but... I like the history content. <laughs> uh, if, you, if he could take out one or more of the Rams' legs with the bat, uh, I think that's the weak spot. No, I agree. Ram. Don't Don't attack the head. They're used to getting hit in the head. Yeah, no way. And then um, he, at that point, it's like he's incapacitated. Feed him some of that uh, roller rink pizza, and he'll die of food poisoning. <laughs> One Louisville slugger uh, shot to the knee. I think it's going down. Yeah. 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 I, like it. I think it'll keep fighting, but at that point, I think it's just a matter of time before Brock beats it with the bat. Yeah. That being said... 300 pounds is insanely heavy. And like 30 miles an hour. That's heavier than Brock. Yeah. Like, if that thing can knock him to the ground, which obviously that's going to be its first line of attack, it could trample him to death. Like, yeah. 300 pounds on a so. hoof. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. What do you think of Brock, like... What do you think of him, like, trying to get the Ram to to hit him and then jumping out of the way at the last moment, the Ram, like, just goes right into the wall? Do you think that would do anything? Probably breaking no. the wall. I thought the Letterman jacket, the way I imagined it was just like, it's 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 only going through two legs, the front legs. Okay. So no, then that, if that it's, it's, it's a, it's a, can it be a custom Letterman jacket for a big horde sheep? So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that way he could use it. If he, if he's smart about it, he could use it to like put it over its pull head. Pull it over the, the, That's sh- a great the sheep's idea. eyes. Oh, I didn't think about that. Right? Dude, if he can blind him, he can F5 him. <laughs> and I hereby add he this clause. He can definitely have five, 300 pounds. I hereby oh, add this yeah. right now. If he F5s the sheep, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like the listener, Kenley in the Deep South did not add this, but I'm going to add this. I think she would approve. If he can F5 it, it's dead. <laughs> can you? I'm, okay, maybe I'm too optimistic. Can you guys tell me one scenario where it defeats him? Because I'm having a hard time coming off a 10 out of 10. Oh, dude. You, I can't believe I'm I, the I one just to watched say a video right called now. Big Horn Bash. It's two of them hitting their heads into each other. Uh huh. It it just it it seems like a headache. I just don't imagine one of those taken on Brock Lesnar. Hmm. I can't believe I'm the voice of reason right now. If one of those things hits him at 30 miles an hour, dude, they don't they don't do I, that at 30 miles an hour. Yeah, it can though. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not they can run 30 sheep. miles an hour. I feel like that's. They're not big 30 miles an hour. They do this whole, like, bucking process, and then they just kind of do, like, a quick lunge. Yeah. Also, it, it's in a roller rink. He, I don't think he's, he's not building have, up that steam. Yeah. He, can't, he doesn't have the room to, to get up to 30 miles an hour, I don't think. All right. I'm going to give my numbers real quick. So, 
I think Brock beats regular Bighorn Sheep eight times out of ten. That's fair. Not at a not out of ten out of ten. And then Undertaker Bighorn, I'll give that to him seven times out of ten. Um, if it's two Bighorn Sheep, I was at a five for that. I don't know if I said that, but that's that's a five for me. I think that's a five for me as well. That seems like a real fifty-fifty. What, Sean? You're shaking your head. What? No, I, I'm at so at one bighorn sheep. I'm at nine. At the Undertaker bighorn sheep, I'm at ten because you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anyone could, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. But two bighorn sheep, I'm at two. I really? think two of those things are very, very problematic to Brock. Yeah, because then at that point, you are legitimately at risk of getting trampled, and avoidance is so much harder on about roller this? skates if there's two. I got, what what about can I, this? Can I, do, can I do one, Cameron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock versus a big horde sheep, but it's in a wrestling ring with all like the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> so like 10 times out of 10. So, so the the sheep can really get some traction off of the ropes, but also like there's the danger of him getting hooked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like caught in the face. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Brock ten out of ten. I think that's run, fair. Get hooked and then flip over and then just be like hanging from the outside by its <laughs> by its horns, just like kicking. Like, let me yeah, add exactly. him. <laughs> I think. How about this with the two with the two big hordes? Brock just skates away and hides in the bathroom and lets the two fight it out. Because <laughs> if he's not there, then what are they going to direct their aggression against? Like, One of other. the great wrestling moves of all time. <laughs> Go hide in the bathroom. <laughs> that was my signature move. Who could forget Cowardly Johnson and his, <laughs> his eight-year reign as WWE champion? He went 1-0 and in those eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, he still holds the title. We just don't know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, he's just gotten better at hiding. Well, there was financial Hernandez, where as soon as the bell would ring, he would expose his opponent for tax fraud. And then the other guy would immediately get <laughs> Yeah, bribery Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty laundry Dan. <laughs> okay. It smelled terrible. Oh, oh he's <laughs> no, I, said, I, no, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, he's going for his overcoat. Looks like he's going to pull out damning evidence. Oh, his opponent is saying no, 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 no. <laughs> Dirty laundry, Dan has done it. <laughs> it's a Manila envelope. There could be anything inside. <laughs> Dirty laundry, Dan says your wife has been cheating on you. With me? Oh no, he's gone too far. He's overplayed his hand. The uh, fight is back on. <laughs> Dirty laundry. Uh, we can't trust him. He's uh, nothing he says is true. And <laughs> uh, just for the record, I didn't do that. Here comes crowbar Kirk. <laughs> it's not a prop. It is a real crowbar, <laughs> a real one. <laughs> what you guys gotta understand about wrestling is Vince McMahon probably thought of these ideas dead serious thirty five years ago and <laughs> made lots of money about that. I just, I just imagine like Vince McMahon having like folders and folders full of like different wrestler ideas. You know, Vince McMahon was like, like Vince McMahon saw his kids Spotify. They were listening to Machine Gun Kelly, and he got so mad. He's like, "That was my idea back in the eighties." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them aren't great. Let's see. I got a, 
tomato soup Tim. That <laughs> <laughs> was during my depression era. <laughs> <laughs> just come in with like a big pot of boiling tomato soup and ladle it as his opponent said. Filibuster Jerry didn't really catch on either. Filibuster <laughs> Phil. <laughs> we should have called him that. I like to think that during like a writer's strike, they can't do any of the, the personalities. So it's just like, uh-oh, there's his music. Frank Lieberman. <laughs> just using everyone's real name. Yeah, exactly. They just get really carried away. They're like, oh, no, it's... The beer guy, but it's like actually a guy selling beer in the stadium. <laughs> a bunch of wrestlers start charging at him. <laughs> oh, how about that for like in this in this wrestling league, anyone can become the opponent. Anyone, even if they don't want to be. <laughs> Are you talking about a fan cam or like or like yeah, in the yeah. arena? <laughs> yeah, like a fan, like like they just pull opponents from the, from the crowd. Like at the beginning of the night, they're like section twenty two, aisle F, seat six. <laughs> <laughs> Smile, you're on suplex cam. <laughs> I do like it more if it's just like a guy watching at home. And then they cut to like an exterior shot and he's like, those are my bushes. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock, knock. <laughs> His whole family starts crying. Dad, what's going on? <laughs> I shouldn't have watched wrestling. <laughs> I knew the risks. I should. It was too fun to watch. Vince McMahon, let me in, pal. <laughs> That's like watching Hunger Games with the rest that you might be asked to play. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I like even more if, as part of the writer's strike, they're still allowed to be there. They're just, they can't wrestle. So, like, John Cena and the Undertaker <laughs> have to come out and play chess. <laughs> Undertaker and Cade in a blood feud, Brothers of Destruction. Twister in a cage match. <laughs> Twister. Uh, For some inexplicable <laughs> reason, there's a ladder there. <laughs> uh, they get. They finally get to WrestleMania. It's Brock and Roman Reigns, and they finally like get nose to nose, stare at each other, and then Brock just whispers, "I spy with my little eye something." <laughs> Another great episode of the Brock I'm Sean. That's Cam. That's Aaron. Thank you so much Ooh. for joining us. And if you enjoy the show, please do us a favor. Throw us a review in your podcast app, unless it's less than five stars, in which case, don't. <laughs> so be sure to join us next week. Big week for you Olympic fans. Skeet shooting gold medalist, Vincent Hancock. Ooh. Come on to the show. He's here promoting his new book. Please do not invite me to throw a frisbee. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>